Welcome to High Beam, a BMW Motorrad New Zealand podcast produced by Kiwi Rider, celebrating 40 years of GS. Join us at the GS Rally, Wided Upper, November 2020, in association with BMW Motorrad New Zealand. All bikes welcome. For more info, head to facebook.com forward slash GS Rally NZ. That's G S R A L L Y E N Z. Hello and welcome to another edition of High Beam. My name is Ray Heron, uh, and joining me this episode, all the way from Canterbury, is Gary Williams. G'day, Gary. How you doing? G'day, Raymond. How are you? I'm fantastic. Hey, Gary. You're no stranger to BMW motorcycles. What are you riding at the moment? Currently, Raymond, I'm riding a, a BMW HP2 Enduro. Um, I, I got that in 2005 when they were new. Um, there are there were six New Zealand new models, and I'm one of the lucky buggers that have got one. Wow! Now tell me about that bike, because uh, it's not actually one that I that's all that common. You say it's one of six New Zealand new bikes, and that's probably why it's not common. Um, what, what's the story behind it? So it was a um, it was a, a bike that was made um, off the back of uh, a bunch of technicians in Germany who um, wanted to have a, a bit of a dig at the 950 Super Enduro that KTM made. And um, went to the went to the big cheeses and BMW AG and said, "Look, we've got to make something that's comparable to this." Um, and the BMW AG, AG guy said, "Yep, not a problem. Do it out of parts. We're not gearing up the factory to make any sort of production stuff." So they took a, um, a 2005 1200 GS motor, um, stripped out everything of that that uh, weighed anything, so it's got no balancer shaft or anything like that juiced it up a wee bit, so I think the original was 100 horsepower, this is about 110. Um, stuck it in a trellis frame, put a wheel at the end of each of it, each of it put um, upside down proper forks on the front of it, and this dodgy air canister on the back, which you sort of swap out straight away for something like an Olin shock, um, and called it the HP2 Enduro. Um, they made about 2,500, 2,700 worldwide. New Zealand got six of them, um, I know I know all the guys that bought them new, um, and there's been a couple of imports into New Zealand ever since. They're quite rare. Uh, funnily enough, there are four hanging around in Canterbury, um, and we see each other from time to time. I've got two in my garage at the moment, and um, they're an amazing machine. Weigh, you know, 110 horsepower, weighs 180 kilos. Um, you can't get much better than that in the dirt, which is a bit of fun. I've had mine for 13 years. It's done 210,000 Ks now, hasn't missed a beat. Um, it's been pretty much everywhere in New Zealand. And um, yeah, I, I can't see myself getting rid of it anytime soon. I, I keep promising I'll look at buying something new, but it doesn't matter. Like I said, I've got um, a couple of bikes in the garage. It's invariably the HP2 that gets backed out, even if I'm going down the shop for some milk. Wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so what yeah, it's pretty good. What is your history with motorcycles, uh, if we put the HP2 to the side for a moment? Yeah, so um, I grew up in a, a small town in the Waikato, um, Te Kalfita, or just up between Huntley and Hamilton. Um, and the property that my parents were on was, was quite a big farm, and um, I sort of got my first belt of motorcycling through one of my cousins, who whose dad had a couple of old farm bikes, so that must have been when I was about six. Um, and 
you know, sort of as I got older, got into a bit of motocross and around about um, 15, 16, I started a job just outside of Hamilton and it was carless days. So I thought the best thing to do was just get a bike and use that to commute. And I started off on a TS90 actually and always sort of stuck with the, with the more off-road type of stuff. Although I did have a little bit of an excursion into road racing. I, I did a bit with um, Castro Honda for a bit. But I had a, a CB200 for a while and then a CB504, um, then swapped over to a, a Yamaha um, 1200, which was all right, um, but didn't have the same sort of allure as the, as the dirt stuff. Around about 23, I disappeared on my OE to the UK for 10 years, and that's when I bought my first Beamer. I, I bought an old R107 at a police auction and um, spent 10 years tripping around Europe on that thing. Um, and it was a great bike. It was, you know, essentially a road bike, but you put a set of knobblies on it and it'd go anywhere. Um, and then when I got back to New Zealand and um, I was living in Auckland and got to know um, John Glaswell, who was the um, uh, motorcycle manager at um, BMW Motorrad New Zealand when that existed. Um, and I bought a, an F650 Funduro off him and it was about this... Nine, late, late 90s, 96, 97, and we started up the BMW um, safaris that uh, became quite popular over the next decade. And I used the Funduro for most of that, thrashed it around and crashed it a lot and broke lots of indicators. And it was my first sort of foray into adventure riding. I wised up a bit later, about 2003, and bought a, a 650 Dakar. And I, I had that for a couple of years, put about 80,000 Ks on it. Um, and then the opportunity um, came up to buy the, the HP2, um, which was John's press bike. Um, so Kiwi Rider thrashed it around for a bit, um, but I bought it um, after they fixed it up and um, I've had it ever since. So I've been involved with um, BMWs for a long time. I've been involved with the um, BMW Club um, Aotearoa New Zealand uh, since probably 1995 when I owned a an R80RT, and I've been on the, the executive committee for um, many years. I'm, I'm currently the president of the of the club. Outstanding, Gary. Well, you've definitely got a history with, not just with BMWs, but with motorcycles in general. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. What is it about motorcycling and adventure riding, riding in general? What What is it that keeps you coming back? What do you get out of it that makes you get up in the morning and go, yes, I'm hitting the dirt, or the road, as, as the case may be? Um that's a really hard question to um, answer for somebody who's never been on a motorcycle. <laughs> um, if, you've, if you've been on a motorcycle, you know why you do it. Um, for me, um, part of the allure of motorcycling is to getting to see a lot of bits of the, not only this country, but other countries I've visited um, that you just wouldn't see any other way. I mean, down here in North Canterbury, for example, we're absolutely blessed um, with some amazing riding up into um, private stations and um, just even public roads and, and paper roads that, you know, you can ride on all day and not see another vehicle at all, let alone another person. Um, and even, you know, the further south you go into central Otago and it's just even more amazing. Uh, but having said that, there are, there are equally good places to go riding in the North Island. I, I think I've lived in every region of New Zealand except for the West Coast and, and Southland maybe. Um, and I, 
it, it never ceases to amaze me how much country we've got that is accessible on a motorcycle and it is so much fun when you've got a group of mates together um you take your tent you do what you want to do um and there's really no one around to bother you too much um and then a, then you got your everyday bonus you know i i live 50 60 kilometers away from where i work um if i left home in the morning to go to work in a car um, there's probably an extra 20 minutes um, than on the bike. Um, and the nice thing on the bike is I've got three or four different routes I can come home on depending on how much gravel or how many river crossings I want to um, I, I want to do on any one of those trips. So for me, I don't know, motorcycling is just something I've done forever um, and I want to keep doing as, as long as I can hold things up. So you commute on your, um, well, you commute on a motorcycle as well? Yeah, yeah. Went out the other morning. Do you commute on the HP2 often, or do you kind of mix and match? Yeah, I do. I do sometimes. I've got, like I'm like I said, I'm fortunate to have a couple of bikes. My wife's um, had a 700 GS, which I commuted on for a bit, but she's just sold that and bought a KTM 390 Adventure. So I took that to work the other day, and that was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, great wee bike. The reason I use the Beamer is because it's got heated grips. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, and the HP two, I've, I've, you know, it comes, it came with two sets of rims, so you can throw a set of sort of road orientated tyres on it and turn it into a, a mental bloody machine on the road, uh, which just cuts through the traffic like butter. Um, and the other set of rims got a decent set of knobblies on it for when we um, get out into the forest or up in the hills. Um, it takes about two minutes to change them over, so I'm sort of blessed, really. Best of both worlds. Definitely. Definitely sounds like you get the best of both worlds going on there. Hey, we've got the 2020 GS Rally coming up in Martinborough in November. It's going to be based at the Martinborough Rugby Club Rooms. Uh, I know you're from Canterbury, but is that the sort of thing you might uh, trek north for? Yep, I'll be going. So I used to live in um, just under the Rimataka Hills, so I know Martinborough and out around the coast and a lot of the roads out there really well. We've had quite a long relationship with Kiwi Rider, um, both my wife and I, both personally and... Um, with the club so um you know we went to the raglan gs rally um a couple of years ago which was i think was the first one for a long time we used to do the kiwi rider 500 quite regularly um back in the day so and and ben wilkins um who's your editor at the moment came to our bmw annual rally in blenheim at, at the beginning of this year um, so we've got a good relationship with Kiwi Rider and we'll support um, a whole bunch of stuff that's going on there and really looking forward to the Martinborough Rally because I missed the Mangawai one um, at the end of last year because we had a, a clash with one of the other um, club events we were holding, um, which was our South Island Rally down in Lake Ballin. So it was a bit hard to get from Southland to Mangawai um, in the four hours that I needed to to make the ride. <laughs> it's a bit of a long haul in four hours, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, Joe and I are looking forward to coming up. We've already talked to Pete about that. So, um, yeah, we'll be we'll be heading up on the on the Thursday, um, trucking into um, Martinborough on the Friday, um, do the welcome dinner, do the ride on Saturday. Um, look forward to catching up with everyone that um, we know and, and love in that space. Now, Gary, if, if there's somebody uh, humming and harring on the fence, maybe they've never been to one of these events before and uh, they've got, you know, maybe a, a GS as small as maybe as the th- as the uh, 310 or maybe they've got a 1250. But if they're humming and harring and on the fence about coming to an event like this, what would you say to them? Oh, get off the fence. 
um, get on your bike and come to Martinborough. The the thing about the GS Rally is um, it is designed completely uh, for whatever level of riding school that you've got. Um, and really, as long as you've got a, a capable bike with a reasonable amount of grip on your tyres, um, it won't be a problem. Um, the, particularly with people like Bill Biber, who, who I understand is, is sorting out the route for the Martinborough one. Bill's um, really experienced. He'll have a whole lot of cutout points if it gets any gnarly, and any gnarlier than a, a novice can handle and have a way for that person to get around it. Um, but equally, there'll be a truckload of people around who will support um, somebody who wants to have a go. I mean, we found that in Raglan. We've found it on pretty much all the rides we go on. And I think that's a, a real um, testament to the spirit of adventure riders in New Zealand. I mean, everyone is dead keen um, to make sure that everyone has a great time on any of the rides that we go on, um, but equally everyone's safe. And, um, you know, particularly within the, the BMW club membership, uh, we've got a range of, of skill sets on a range of different bikes from the 310 right up to the 1250s. Uh, we ride together, have a lot of fun um, and make sure everyone gets home. So if you're sitting on the fence, um, just get off it. It's, it's, you, you'll never know what you're capable of until you give it a go. Um, and, and these machines... Um, are designed to do this sort of stuff and you'll probably find that the um, the, the bike is uh, more than capable. Um, I, I'm like it on the HP2. I mean, I know for a fact that the HP2 is is, um, is way better than the capability I have to, um, to, to ride it at a great rate of knots over very gnarly terrain. Um, seems to do me okay, though. Now, Gary, at the start of the podcast, you told us that you've done probably close to, or if not more, 200,000 Ks on the HP2. I wonder if you might talk us through one of your most memorable motorcycling adventures on that bike. Oh, on that particular bike, yeah, 210,000 Ks over 12 or 13 years. Um, I sort of dropped off a little bit um, last year, and, and, of course, the beginning of this year, we had, like, almost two months where we couldn't go out for a ride altogether. Um Probably the most memorable ride on that particular bike um, back in 2010 was the 30th anniversary of the GS model um, for BMW and a few of us in the club, well, two of us, my, my mate Justin in particular and myself decided that um, if nobody else was going to do anything, we'd better do something to celebrate the 30th anniversary. Ironically, it's the 40th anniversary this year, so we're using a trip to the Martinborough GS Rally to celebrate the 40th anniversary of um, the GS model. But the 30th, uh, we came up with a bit of a plan to um, do a run from Cape Reinga to Bluff uh, without going on any tar seal wherever it was possible to do that. Um, so we, we plotted out a route. Uh, we invited maybe 10 or 12 of our closest mates who wanted to do the whole thing um, together. And uh, we, we came from various parts of the country um, and ended up in um, Kaitaia uh, for the start of what was going to be an 18-day trip um, on gravel and across beaches and private land and all over the place, all the way down to um, Bluff um, and then stopping in at the Burt Munro Rally in, in Invercargill. So um, yeah, it, it, it was an amazing journey. We put the invitation out to everybody and anybody that had a GS that if they wanted to join us on any particular part of the ride or for, the, for all of it if they wanted to, we put out where we were going to stay each night and a little summary of the route we were going to take. 
um, including a little few cutouts if people didn't want to go on the beach or, or any of the other sort of more gnarly places that we ended up going. Um, so we started off with 17 of us in, in Cape Reinga. Um, sadly, we lost one guy that had come all the way from Christchurch um, on 90 Mile Beach when he broke his shoulder trying to get off the beach onto the seal at um, Waipapa Kauri. So he got flown home. But that was really the only incident in the whole trip. You know, we had a couple of people who fell off and did all sorts of mad things. But I look back on that, and that was the most uh, amazing 18 days I think I've ever had um, on, a, on a bike. We, we didn't really have a rest day. Um, every day it was like three or 400 Ks. Um, the route was just pretty much... Um, planned and followed we had i think the biggest leg or the, the most number of motorcycles on any of the legs was napier to wellington where we had i think 63 bikes and um, so we came down the east coast and probably did a lot of the roads that you're going to do in the um the gs rally in in martinborough in november um but what i remember most was just how much fun everyone had it was in november um we, it was hot every day, it was dusty, um, people would drink a lot of beer in the evening, but um, they'd be fine by the morning, uh, everyone had a great time, and I think we had about half a day's rain as we rode into Invercargill, um, and then it was fine for the for the Burt Munro Rally. Um, very few breakdowns, um, like I said, very few accidents, a couple of guys, you know, twisted ankles and broke wrists and stuff like that but um, it was just absolutely stunning and some of the places we went um, I keep going back there and just sort of reminiscing of 20 bikes going across um, a particular piece of land when it's just me and um, it always brings back really good memories so that was that was one of the most memorable trips on the HP2 I think the other real memorable trip I've had in terms of adventuring was um, pretty much the, the same crew that did that 2010 ride from top to bottom. Um, Ten of us got together and um, shot over to South America in 2014, rented some BMWs and followed the Dakar around for two weeks. Um, and that was pretty amazing because, you know, Argentina, um, Bolivia and Chile uh, it's some pretty stunning riding and those deserts are pretty big um, and and we had a great time doing that yeah so you know those are just two real standouts in a in a, a lifetime of motorcycling so far i i hope i've got another decade or two left um, to do some more well gary williams thank you very much for sharing your your story your bike with us uh, we look forward to catching up with you in uh, in Martinborough in November for the GS Rally with that fantastic HP2. And we wish you many more happy kilometres adventuring around New Zealand as we continue on our own journeys. Absolutely. Looking forward to seeing you out there. Thanks for listening to High Beam, a BMW Motorrad New Zealand podcast produced by Kiwi Rider. Celebrating 40 years of GS. Join us at the GS Rally, Whited Upper, November 2020, in association with BMW Motorrad New Zealand. All bikes welcome. For more info, head to facebook.com forward slash GSRallyNZ. That's G-S-R-A-L-L-Y-E-N-Z.